National Podcast Day is September 30th, but what is National Podcast Day? It's pretty simple and you can help spread the word. National Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide through public engagement. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved with National Podcast Day? It's easy. Head over to nationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. But ultimately, these options are endless. Remember, September 30th, nationalpodcastday.com. And let's start the conversation. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters here with the Indie Mayhem Show episode 38 live. Well, I'm here, of course, in Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, with me on the line is my compatriot, the announcer for Inspire Pro Wrestling, NWA. I, one of these weeks I'll actually put it in front of it because I'll remember in advance. <laughs> Normally it does go in the front. But, it it but, does. Uh, I think uh, I, I let it slide because I like it. That's, that's part of the charter or something, right? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how that goes with NWA anymore, so. <laughs> you know, it, it happens. I haven't seen the virals. Um, and of course, uh, myself, I'm doing some, actually, I'm hot off of some IWC action uh, here that we'll talk about in the second half, of course. Um, but uh, you can find us wherever at WrestlingMayhemShow.com for this and all kinds of shows that we're doing. Uh, stuff about indie wrestling, stuff about uh, uh, the main WWE Impact Wrestling, as long as they're still around. Uh, and, and and there's a game show you should probably check out. Um, I can tell you, you can go to Wrestling Game show.com it doesn't go to much right now but what it does is pretty fantastic so take a listen to that mm-hmm. and let us know what you think about that um you can also drop us a line uh we're at good times at wrestling mayhem show.com or drop the hotline let us know uh what you're digging in the indies like we got um so much from uh, uh pro wrestling gorilla a couple weeks ago uh 412-206 wms0 to drop a voicemail uh on twitter at mayhem show wrestling mayhem show on the google plus the facebook and the fantastic facebook group uh, where we have a lot of discussion going on and you can also find us audio and video versions on itunes youtube uh, and stitcher and of course the great wrestling mayhem show super feed on itunes and stitcher as well in audio form just everything we do everything we do including this and all the other shows uh, please comment please uh, star us please you know whatever that is uh, mechanism wherever you're finding us so uh, other people can find us as well and spread the word spread the love spread the love man um, and you can join us here live every Tuesday at 11 p.m. Eastern uh, 10 p.m. Central for Amen uh, at live.sorgatronmedia.com join us in the chat room ask questions and join the conversation we are actually doing this a little bit early so if you are showing up the regular time uh, sometimes we have to you have to jump around a little bit, uh, but we'll be there later to do the discussion uh, if you're joining us live. Um, but, uh, Eamon, we got a very special guest with us this week. And then, and we say very special a lot, but I think this is the probably the specialist of special guests we've had <laughs> in 38 episodes of the podcast. Um, I am very excited to have on a, a, a renaissance man of the independent wrestling world, uh, uh, mainly a referee, but definitely a referee extraordinaire, but he does various other stuff for a lot of the top independents across the country and it's a pleasure to have him on the show ladies and gentlemen please welcome the one and only bryce remsburg bryce how are you doing this evening i'm i'm fantastic thanks for uh moving the schedule around to accommodate me and i don't know that i can live up to that uh introduction (laughs) but renaissance man i think that might uh 
shoot to the top of my headstone what it'll say. A true, a true renaissance man. Here lies Bryce. He was a true renaissance man. He <laughs> Absolutely. Fake, he refereed play fighting and sometimes talked about them. I think that's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Definitely. Uh, well, I guess we started off how we like to start off with a lot of our interviews, sort of a icebreaker question of sorts. And that trust is – Trust your... falls? Are we doing trust falls? We, we may I, – I don't know how we can work that out through through, through Google Hangout, but I'm if sure – somebody can tell me how we can do a trust fall through Google Hangout, I will do one like every show. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, that's like the personality uh, test. Get on that tech wizards! Come on, they have all these cool things. They have no. Uh, we got to. We got to figure that out. That'd be awesome. Pittsburgh to Philadelphia to Austin. Let's do it. Hey, we have a lot of tech Absolutely. incubators around here. Maybe we can pull that off. We we know some people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> ask them while you're at it how I can referee and commentate the same match. I would love to pull that off as well. I am uh, technologically ignorant to that, but I would love to figure out a way where that happens. It's hard enough. It's hard enough when have, uh, the poor commentators that also have to MC, uh, also have to announce the match the, the, the night. Oh. Uh, they got a lot of running happening. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back to you with your questions, Abe. <laughs> no problem. I started. Off, I guess the best way to start it off though is, uh, what is your first ever memory of professional wrestling? Oh man. Uh, it involved the Ultimate Warrior for sure. It's probably around. I I guess uh, a neighbor friend of mine was watching it, and I I have memories of seeing uh, the 1990 SummerSlam. I'm probably older than you guys. I bet I'm a little bit older than you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was negative three at that point. <laughs> okay, yes, that that is true. Then I was seven. Uh, so uh, I remember seeing that a little bit of that, and then I really kicked in around like the 1991 Survivor Series. I remember begging my dad to go. Nice to see this house show at the Hershey Park Arena in Hershey, Pennsylvania uh, around Christmas time. And the main event was Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. So it was all pretty much downhill from there, uh, more or less. That was my first house show. Not to mention a real barn burner, Virgil versus Skinner, of course. Tore oh, the wow. house Don't get me started on Virgil. <laughs> the roof off the Hershey Park Arena. <laughs> uh, and, you know, then it was magazines and pay-per-views and T-shirts and foam fingers and then I had another big renaissance as a teenager when I actually like was able to have some of my own money and I was able to drive and um, King of the Rings and SummerSlams and eventually WrestleMania came to Philly and I spent a lot of money to go there. I spent a lot of money on wrestling altogether. Um, and then I guess kind of the third boom was when I discovered independent wrestling mm. in probably 99, 98, 99. And these two dudes were the coolest dudes in the world they were called uh they were named reckless youth and mike quackenbush and they were little guys and uh uh they were like doing all these cool things you didn't see done on wwf or wcw or even ecw um and i just thought they were so cool and uh kind of followed their careers uh and uh lo and behold the two of them got together and opened a wrestling school in 2002 uh so what would come to be known as chikara and i was there uh I went to an open house two months after it opened. I ring announced the first show, and I've uh, not looked back uh, since. That was over 12 years ago. Wow. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, so going to uh, your start in wrestling uh, with the Wrestle Factory, uh, did you have an idea, sort of, was your plan to go in to become a wrestler? Did you want to be a referee, uh, sort of, in the onset? Uh, what, what was sort of your thought process uh, going into it? I think I initially wanted to be, like, maybe in the back of my mind, Pipe Dream wanted to be a wrestler, mm. and then I realized what it encapsulated, and I uh, put all of my athletic ability in one hand, like this little, tiny little pile, like a couple grains of salt of how athletic <laughs> I was. I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. Um, and I was just, I didn't want to be, I don't know. I was, like, 
ECW had kind of like the 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 glory of ECW was wearing off there. I was like, oh man, like these guys are kind of like derel- some of them are derelicts, and a lot of them are like hurt all the time, and they can't remember their kids' names and stuff. And I think that really scared me. Uh, also, it was half as cheap uh, to go train to be a referee at Chikara, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, let's do this. Uh, as it turned out, they didn't. You know, I was the first referee to go through the program. They didn't really know. Um, they didn't really probably know what was going on at all yet in hindsight. Uh, so they let me do all the wrestler drills. So I kind of, mm-hmm. I, I trained to be a wrestler. I just haven't, I don't use those uh, skills very often. I, I kind of, I appreciate more the, the, uh, the mental game and the emotional game of wrestling more than the physical game. I, I, I respect the physical game, but I can't bring it into that. And, you know, it started as a referee and then maybe four or five years later, I started commentating. And then a couple years after that, I started getting involved backstage a little bit of booking, a little bit of um, organization stuff, I do all the travel stuff for Chikara. Like, I uh, realized that I could probably make a resume look a lot better mm. with uh, the business end of wrestling as opposed to the physical end of wrestling. Uh, I still get to perform. I still get to go all these places. I still get to meet all these people. I still get to watch all these awesome matches inside the ring. Uh, but hopefully a couple fewer concussions and a prolonged career. Like I, you know, if I wanted, I feel like I could probably do this into my forties and fifties if I wanted to. So I think that's where my head was at. I was uh, a little too smart for my own britches. Awesome. Matt. Um, and you know, talk in, I looking at you sort of your very early career. I know you, I mean, I mentioned before, like you've worked for a lot of the major wrestling promotions across the country. You know, it's not just your car. You work for, you know, you do stuff for, Shimmer now. You do stuff for you did stuff for IW Mid South uh, back during their heyday, and and just various other stuff. How did you get about sort of going to all these different places and sort of you know because we mentioned you know wrestlers getting out there and traveling and stuff like that, but I mean you know I'm I'm assuming for referees it's you know you know just as much. Yeah, I uh, I one of the you know in a couple of years into Chikara, Chris Hero came along and started training us as well, and he was traveling a lot and. Uh, he was always a guy that appreciated a good road trip. Like there wasn't, he wasn't quite like blowing up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, he wasn't getting flown a lot of places. So he was always cool about filling a car with, you know, his students. So it'd be, you know, when Claudio first moved, when Sweeney was first coming up or when Kingston was getting out of, about, we would all jump in a car together, just go to shows. And, you know, sometimes it'd be my car. Sometimes I would do the travel arrangements, but I just started jumping in the car with these guys and going along. And luckily I got on a lot of these shows and, made a good impression and got invited back. And that's how I got to IWC in Pittsburgh. And that's how I got to Cleveland mm-hmm. All-Pro in Cleveland and um, IWA Mid-South. And CZW was local and uh, got dabbled in Ring of Honor a little bit, dabbled in PWG a little bit. Um, just, you know, I was fortunate to make good contacts and make good impressions. And, uh, you know, I was pester. I was pesky, I guess, too. I don't know. Definitely. But, um, yeah, and you mentioned, you know, sort of your – especially with Chikari, now you very assume a lot of different roles for them now. Uh, how did that come about? Like, I, I know, because uh, you recently did an interview on Cole Cabana's Art of Wrestling where you sort of talk about no, how... No, no, no. Cab- no. Cabana? I, uh, okay. Like, yeah. I'm not sure I'm saying <laughs> you right. mean, he, 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 He's got a little bit of success. He, yeah. Who knows? Um, but uh, you mentioned about how sort of in this... I don't know if, if burnout's the proper word, but, you know, you sort of mentioned how there's only like so much you could have learned as a referee. So you started to extend yourself a bit more. Um, uh, how, how was that like, you know, sort of, you know, what encouraged you maybe to become 
a commentator and, and, and a backstage role and sort of do this other stuff? And how, uh, and how is it like? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know that I, I, I didn't, you never stop learning. Uh, but if, you know, it's easy to get complacent doing something. Uh, mm-hmm. I always want to kind of do a little bit more. So when I'd be refereeing, I'd come to a show and, you know, everyone's like, you know, getting ready for their match and stuff. And I'm just kind of waiting for the show to start. And I realized, well, like I could be doing something right now. So maybe I started like helping out with promos or maybe I started, you know, helping out with the, the front of the house a little bit and, 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 you know, ticket sales and just every, there's so many nuances to running a wrestling company, which in, in essence is running a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the more successful independent wrestling companies, you know, there's at least one full-time employee. A Chikar only has one, a full-time employee, mm-hmm. but you know, that's impressive that that's a job. And I, you know, there's so much to learn about that. And being a homegrown guy, being a guy, you know, like I think the powers that be at Chikar trusted me and, you know, I've been there as long as anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all these guys have come in and, you know, I've kind of watched Chikara develop and watched Chikara grow. And I've learned a lot about, you know, like I can, I know when we're having a good show, I can feel it. I, I know it. Cause I've been to probably 200 Chikara shows. Um, it wasn't so much a lack of, of learning, just, just like, a, I guess like a thirst for more. That sounds really cheesy. Uh, <laughs> I don't but know. No, I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like, like I, I well, I've been doing this for a while and I, I, I feel like I have a handle on this. Well, what more can I do? And then it became, you know, now I'm, you know, soliciting sponsorships during, you know, the weeks between Chikara shows and, and trying to get newspapers and stuff to cover us and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot goes into it, and it's interesting to me. It's fascinating. I have a, I have a broadcast telecommunications uh, degree from college that I don't use too, too often in my day job, but this is probably, you know, my best use of it. Hosting the event center, as dumb as that sounds, like that's what I went to college for. So mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I like doing it. And I've always loved wrestling, so. A neat little package. Awesome. Uh, going just slightly back to refereeing, uh, I mean, you've you know refereed many independent wrestling matches, you know, over the years and in many different companies. Uh, you maybe not maybe you don't have to name one, but if you can think of sort of the one that means the most to you that you've gotten the chance to be in the ring for and ref or or any any match that sort of sticks out to you in that degree. Um, maybe not the like craziest best match in the world, but as far as from what it meant, um, the main event of ch- the first Chikara pay-per-view, which mm-hmm. was uh, Quack versus Kingston, was like to crown our first grand champion. We had held off having a major singles title for 10 years, which is crazy. Uh, and, you know, we had this tournament all season and we were crowning a champion and we were on pay-per-view for the first time. And it was really like <clears throat> this little dumb hobby that we all had, like, means something it succeeded mm-hmm. uh, you know fans crying wrestlers crying just like um it's just uh, it's it's the it was the exclamation point on a monumental day um the at that time a lot of a lot of ipaviews were having problems you know technical tech problems mm-hmm. ours went off without a hitch uh our, the, the arena was packed um we had a uh, more pay-per-view buys than we thought we were going to have like just everything was on the show was going great and that, that was just that was just the end of a wonderful day that i'll never forget uh so for sure just i have a i, I remember being in the ring before that match holding the belt and just taking like i'm gonna take a little like a mental screenshot of this because i'm gonna want to have this forever it's pretty cool just uh that that feeling of well like is the tree just falling in the woods but like when you do an eye pay-per-view like 
fans are tweeting at you while it's happening. Like you're saying right. things in commentary and you're getting responses immediately. Like mm-hmm. it's a really powerful thing. Uh, and especially for a little engine that could like Chikara to grow to that giant train, like it was pretty cool. It was a very, very cool day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eamon, if I can ask here. Uh, so okay. speaking of that and you guys growing over, over especially this monumental, I, I feel from this perspective, growth of Chikara, um, I know you guys have been involved with groups like Ring of Honor. I see partnerships like what's going to happen with Inspire. Um, I think you came to uh, Cleveland via a- AIW. Uh, how how important are those partnerships, and especially something as big as uh, Ring of Honor, uh, in that growth over the last few years? I mean, I don't know uh, what people's conception of indie wrestling is, uh, but no one's a millionaire. Uh, no one is just blowing their nose with $20 bills and like Scrooge McDuck laughing at everyone. There's not a lot of money to go around and there's not a lot of fans to go around. The independent wrestling, if you look at the, um, oh, my battery's dying uh, on this thing. Uh, if you look at the grand scope of wrestling fans in the world, uh, the independent wrestling fan probably makes up for less than 1%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's not a lot to go around. So when we work together, when we, you know, when an AIW fan becomes a Chikara fan, when a Chikara fan becomes an AIW fan, or even more so, Ring of Honor is probably, I would estimate Ring of Honor is probably three or four times bigger than Chikara is. Yeah. Uh, if not more. Uh, so if we can take a 20% of their fan base and make turn them to Chikara fans, like, win-win. Like, that mm-hmm. was at a time where Ring of Honor was going through some troubles, and they were looking to try anything. And, like, we I, we had more to gain than lose from mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um same thing with Inspire Pro. Like, Inspire Pro is a uh, a young upstart promotion that Chikara once was, and once upon a time, someone did what they could to help out Chikara. And if Chikara can do a little bit and you know have a couple guys come down and have a good time and hopefully have good matches and hopefully pack the 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 building, like, cool, everybody wins. Um, whatever you think of like as uh, that expression about the sum of all the parts, like that is so, so, so true in independent mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. If, if, if one guy in one match realizes that his match is not the most important thing on the show, it's part of the show. Um, you know, one guy in one match having a good match with another person becomes that match becoming part of an entire show, becomes that, turns into that show becoming a good DVD, turn, that turns into that promotion having a good year. Like it just grows exponentially and, and Every way you look at growth, you see working together and positivity and like manners, as dumb as that sounds. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much shady stuff in wrestling, and it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. Like, um, after 12 years, like, I want to do things that help things. I want to do things that are fun. Like, this Sunday, I'm driving to Ohio to shave a funny thing in my mustache and do this thing called old wrestling. And it's <laughs> going to be fun. I know it's going to be fun because fun people are involved that I respect and like. Like, it's not about selling out Madison Square Garden for us. It's about, you know, getting out what you put in. And, like, like you know, it is not my immediate goal to be refereeing on Monday Night Raw. Uh, it's my immediate goal to feel that I'm getting back what I'm putting out. And mm-hmm. a weekend like King of Trios weekend, I do. And a weekend like, you know, meeting Chikara fans in Austin, Texas and helping out Inspire Pro. Like, yeah, that's that's something that I'm, you know, like, that's rewarding to me. Uh, so that's that's kind of where I'm at, I guess, after awesome. all this time. Basically working together and not working apart because that, that does nothing for me. 
And, and, I think, and I think the greatest thing, especially with those partnerships that we spoke of, and, and like you know the variety, you know, it, it's no longer. It's... <laughs> My wife's so good. Um, she really hates AIW. She hates AIW. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not so, hates Cleveland. Um, but uh, but uh, but you know, but the you know, it's not just uh, uh, a lot of them are, but not just a lot of promotions trying to relive the Attitude Era, trying to be what we're seeing on TV. You have your Chikaras, you have your old wrestling. It seems to be there's a lot of variety out there, and uh, and that's why I like the partnerships because it is like they're not direct competitors in style, right? Sure, sure. There's there's something for everyone out there. Like it's, what are you hungry for tonight? You want a good Mexican food? You want to go get the Chinese buffet? Like you, whatever. Go go get what you want. Like it's mm-hmm. uh it's, it's out there. It's just up to us to find people that will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that like comic books like Chikara. People that have kids like Chikara. Like that, we need to go to those people and find them. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, well, I'm always astonished. I, I got to when you were doing the Zach Allen documentary uh, a year ago. Uh, I got to see a circus based. Uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it, it was like it was like a sideshow circus theme to everything. Right, every all the wrestlers were rethemed as that. I think the Ethereum uh, uh, Portal were part of it as well. Um, what's that? Was this in Detroit? In Detroit, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of this. I can't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking. But about. I was, you know, talking with it and with them, and they're like, "Yeah, the, the the people that come to these shows are not wrestling fans, even like no. they're like these are like hipsters and stuff. You know, these are like yeah, more art scene people, and and they're coming yeah. to this wrestling show under this veil." Yes, uh, Chikara in the last two or three years, and exceptionally in the this our since our rebirth has made an effort to position ourselves. I mean, we're never going to take wrestling out of the name. It's a wrestling show. Uh, but you know, it's not necessarily about who's in the main event. It's not this guy versus this guy. It's Chikara's coming to town. King of Trios is going to happen. Uh, you know, and it's a purposeful move towards the the business plan of the Harlem Globetrotters or the mm-hmm. Monster Truck Jams or the Cirque du Soleil. Like you put Chikara on the marquee. Oh man, I know what this is. This is going to be fun. Um, obviously, to get your foot in the door, you got to say pro wrestling. But and we don't want to shortchange our long term fans. Of course, there's intricate stories, but and of course, there's going to be like the action people come to expect, but we definitely make a pact to never, we never phone it in. Like every show, you get do all of our best to have the full Chikara experience. And uh, yeah, definitely branding away from this guy versus this guy to like, oh wow, we're, we're we're serving a whole dinner. We're not serving one course. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not having we're not having our friends over just for dessert. We're having our friends over to give them the whole Chikara experience, like the, the, the music that plays before the show. Um, Gavin Loudspeaker is a huge, huge, huge part of this. Uh, he, the master of ceremonies, you know, what we do after the show, what we do at intermission, like it's 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 one giant package that we pride ourselves in offering uh, the Chikara experience. Again, that sounds cheesy, but it's really cool. Definitely awesome. And speaking of that experience, I mean, uh, we mentioned we just come off of a King of Trios weekend this past weekend. Uh, another, obviously, sort of a big sort of oh, a lot of people consider it like a holiday event for not just Chikara, but for independent wrestling. Uh, I actually just got finished watching all three nights through Smart Mark video, and, and it seems like a massive success, a lot of, a lot of really good stuff from there. Uh, how does it feel, you know, coming off of coming off of that weekend? It feels amazing. It's, 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 it is Christmas. Is, several people described it like Christmas, and it really is. It's uh, all my favorite people in the locker room in the same place at one time, and, like, all of my favorite fans, you know, you know, Brandon Stroud came from Texas and Danielle came from Canada and all of our local fans that we always see there. Like it's, it really just, it really just is 
pretty much all your favorite people in one room at the same time. And it's, and I feel guilty on these weekends because I don't get to catch up with people and talk to people. I can go out with people. Like it's just, it's just go, go, go. And there's so much to do. And that's part of it. But like, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's overwhelming. And it's, 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 it's amazing. The response that we get, uh, you know, the, there were some doubters about the lineup this year and it wasn't what it, once, you know, maybe wasn't name power, but we were confident we could deliver an action and in story and an experience, like I said. And uh, I believe that we did do that. Uh, so, when you're driving home on the third night, it's just like, like man. And, and, and like we talked about it before the show as a locker room. Like, Chikar is not about I, Chikar is about us. And that's always been true. And like, that's how this happens is us and we and team. And like, it's cheesy mm-hmm. stuff, but it's totally true. No one as great of a wrestler as Eddie Kingston is. No one would go out there and watch him, you know, flop around the ring for three hours. No, no one would go watch Ultramanus do poetry. Eh, someone might watch Ultramanus read poetry. For three hours. <laughs> uh, if you've heard his, if you've heard his album, you know what I'm talking about. It's, uh, it's, it's taxing on the ears uh, for some, <laughs> uh, uh, it's not my cup of tea, but good for him. Uh, uh, you know, but it, it, it's it's about we and it's about us and and and, and we lost Claudia, we lost Brody, we lost Sarah, and, and we moved on and we moved on and we're still here and we're bigger than ever. Like, it's 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 you know, teams win battles, dudes don't win battles. Definitely, and then I would attest to that for anyone you know looking to check it out. There's a lot of really great action on that on on all three nights, and I would think that like going to like the whole storytelling stuff, I would think since. Uh, the closest I would think would probably be the 2010 King of Trios, where the BDK eventually won. This was one of the rare cases where it's a lot. There's a good amount of story stuff. Uh, obviously, the biggest thing being the feud between Shikar and the Flood. Um, but you know, a lot of it translated through that show. And I think it's one of those things that makes Shikar unique is their attention to storytelling. And and you know, and because sometimes you know, I mean, not to knock promotions, but sometimes you know, there's a more focus on in ring as opposed to story. And, sure. and and I think Chikara does has a good mix of both, and and makes makes a point to tell good stories. It's tough. It's tough. Sometimes it's a really story heavy day, and sometimes it's a really non story heavy day. It's mm-hmm. there, there's a perfect balance of story and 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 action. And King of Trios is kind of the pinnacle of that because there's a lot of fans that we only see at King of Trios. You know, we see mm-hmm. them once a year, and we know that we have to have both those hats on tight. Uh, for that weekend. So yes, this really was, especially this, the story, like this, there's going to be a lot of eyes on King of Trees. King of Trees is the hottest selling DVD of the year. It's not available on iPay-Per-View. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we do an iPay-Per-View in the summer, we do an iPay-Per-View at the beginning of the summer, and one at the beginning of the winter. Uh, and those are, you know, that's, that's, but King of Trees is, is the biggest selling DVD of the year. So we know that both those hats have to be on tight. You, you don't want to, you don't want to anger the casual fan. You don't want to anger the, the deep intrinsic intrinsic story fan so yeah it's, it's a tough balance but i maybe maybe more than any other year i feel like we nailed this year definitely absolutely i would wholeheartedly agree um i also want to bring up that i uh, i know that you've been promoting it uh, on you on your personal social medias and that you you have taken up a bit of a special project you know since the fact that you are such a long-standing referee uh for you know upcoming you know uh up-and-coming referees around the independent wrestling scene a bit of a referee project i i, I don't remember the official name uh, yeah, I, it, it should have one but it doesn't uh, <laughs> you know uh, uh some younger referees contact me they send me a match of theirs i watch it we talk much like this either on the phone or via uh, skype if they're international uh and we just kind of break it down about like you know you know here's what i thought 
they ask me questions. I ask them questions about how, how long they've been working, you know, and we just usually have about a half hour, largely very pleasant discussion. Um, and then if they want, uh, you know, in a couple of months, they, they can send me another match and we can go over like what we, you know, we talked about before, improving, da, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really fun. And, and, and much like, um, you know, as a promotion, as a whatever, it's paying it forward in a way. It's, it's spreading what knowledge I may have acquired uh, with others. And I've, I've done like maybe six or eight or nine or something. And uh, I, I probably get as much out of it as they do. It's really fun and it's uh, rewarding for everyone. So made some new friends too. Definitely. And then we've, we've, uh, we've actually had a uh, Jay Clemens uh, referee from Cleveland on okay. the show. And we, I mean, Sorg's done uh, stuff with refereeing 101. Um, and I think we've talked about it before, but the idea that, you know, people don't really appreciate the importance of a referee and a, more specifically of a good referee. Uh, I, you know, I think you mentioned before how, you know, sort of the idea that, you know, a good referee blends in, but like a bad one can, you know, really stick out. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm afraid my little tablet guy is going to die here. Just want to let you know, I might have to call in after this. I don't know. That's perfectly fine. We, we okay. can do some, we can do some editing magic. If, okay. If okay. Okay. <laughs> or I can maybe switch to the laptop. Cause my wife is, I'll figure something out. Sorry. Sorry guys. Uh, Either way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yes, a good a good referee is 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 along for the ride. A, a good referee makes a good match better. Um, a good referee makes a bad match better, hopefully, or at least you know. Um, I mean, I'm I just kind of flow with the action. If it's a if it's a serious Ring of Honor match, maybe I won't be goofing around so much. If it's you know the finals of King of Trios, maybe that's business time. But if it's like you know the Submission Squad versus the Gentlemen's Club. Like, <laughs> Maybe gotta have a little fun. Maybe gotta goof off a little bit. Like you roll with the punches. You 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 flow where where the flow goes. Uh, mm. You know. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I've been lucky to referee death matches for CZW and referee lucha matches and referee for the Japanese guys that come over for Chikara. Mm-hmm. Uh, referee in in front of ten people and referee in front of two thousand people. You know, like. I've uh, and referee for big Fed names and referee for guys who it's their first match. Like after 12 years, I pretty much feel like I've checked just about all the boxes. Uh, there's probably a couple more that I would love to check off. That which being refereeing in all 50 states, which I'm working on. Uh, but but I feel like I have a decent pedigree of experience, and if I can use that to, you know, uh, spread the spread the love a little bit, I'm all for it. Absolutely, and if anyone, any any prospective referees out there listening, definitely sure. take them up because I mean, uh, especially I mean, I mean, definitely on an independent level, you know, Bryce is the guy I would say we got to go to. Um, so we also mentioned, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> at least um, I we also mentioned uh, and the stuff that uh, obviously involves me directly, but uh, you, we mentioned Inspire for Wrestling. And I know uh, Chikar and Inspire are doing uh, a bit of a collaborative thing uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, for the big Battle Wars event, uh, you and, and some of the fellow the Chikara performers are going to be coming down uh, for that event uh, in Austin, Texas. Uh, I know I'm excited, but I, I just... I'm pumped, man. I'm, I'm excited to be included. Like, uh, you know, referees don't get to travel much in the current independent wrestling uh, economy. Uh, and the fact that I get to be a part of this, I'm really, really excited. I, uh, you know, we all kind of work together to make this happen, and it's happening, and it's less than two weeks away, and it's going <laughs> to be rad. I'm really, really excited. I... I hear nothing but good things from Brandon and, and, and Biss, and I think it's I think it's gonna be awesome. I, I want to turn people away. Like I think that 
these, this is a marriage made in heaven, and uh, I, I know there are Chicago fans in Texas. Like, mm-hmm. everybody come on out. Like, I think I think it's going to be a fun night for everybody. Uh, it's going to be a party. And then, um, you know, come what may afterwards, Sixth Street, Lone Stars, who's to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, at least I can not only shake my head now, now that I've turned 21. So. Yeah, all right. Well, welcome to the party. <laughs> Normally, I'd just be sitting in the back on Sixth Street. But, uh, no, we, no, we, we, we worry about him up here, uh, up here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Uh, a little yeah, bit. No, he's, he's, a, he's a little man now. We'll take good care of him. We'll, we'll take good care of we're, him. We're concerned because we've been influencing him for uh, uh, since he was like 16 on this show. Uh, yes. And I, I'm afraid he's going to put some of that to use. <laughs> just, a boy, just a boy. I drink. But anyhow, uh, myself, Dasher Hatfield, uh, Icarus, Fire Ant, and Silver Ant are all coming to Austin uh, on Sunday, October 5th. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I, I Austin's one of my favorite cities in the world. If, if I could pick one city that I could bring a Chikara show to, it would be Austin. Uh, it's you know, quite a financial undertaking to bring everyone <laughs> to Austin, but we'll bring this little, we'll bring a little slice of Chikara pie uh, to Austin on October 5th. And I, I think it's going to be a party. It's going to be fun. Definitely. A little, a little tasting sample. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe the, that'll whet your appetite. We can bring a whole party down someday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I guess the, the last question we'll ask, and it's sort of the question, the common question we ask everyone, sort of a discussion question, since we are a podcast about independent wrestling and many people who we've asked, uh, tend to take this in various different directions, so feel free to take it however which way you wish. Okay. But the uh, last question we have is, what is the best and worst thing about independent wrestling? Ooh. The best is the uh, friendships and the relationships. It's kind of weird. Mm. But, uh, um, if, if I hated everyone in Chikara, I would have quit 10 years ago. Uh, luckily, I love most of the guys in Chikara. Uh, some of the new guys I'm not so sure about. It takes a little while to go. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> By the, large, those newer, you know, those newer like, ants seem a little bit blue. Yeah, a little suspect. The one, the one with the, 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 yeah, missile assault. The guy that says his name, I'm not so sure about him. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, when college was going on, I was going to indie wrestling shows. So, mm. so sounds corny, but Icarus and Hollow Wicked and Eddie Kingston and Jigsaw and uh, Ultramantis are my college buddies. These are the mm. guys that I've known for 12 years and that I – you know, know their wives and I know their families and, you know, like we've been through a lot together. Uh, a lot of it's at wrestling shows, but nonetheless, we've been through a lot together. And, and you know, a lot of them were at my wedding. Uh, um, if, if, if I, you know, uh, the greatest show in the world, I, I, I would rather, this is going to sound crazy. I'd rather be at a show with all my friends and tons of people that I like uh, in front of 50 fans making two dollars than maybe in front of uh you know three thousand fans and a bunch of people that i can't stand to be around i'm making a lot of like i'm over that wrestling does not pay my bills it helps it helps with you know my hobbies it helps me maybe like go out to dinner to a nice place and travel and do things but like wrestling's not paying the mortgage on this house right now Mm -hmm. uh so you you I get that. Like, I get that it's about the relationships. It's about the friendships. It's about the good times. It's about going to the bar afterwards and singing karaoke and goofing off and telling stories about it the next day. Like, that's something we all go through together. And uh, that's something I value the most. Uh, the worst is, and I touched on this earlier, the, the you know, sabotaging other promotions and the, you work here so you can't work here. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to lose tonight. Like, that's sort of, like, drama and politics about any wrestling, like, man, aren't we, like, is it? Is this really worth it? Is this really how we want to be spending our time and energy? Like like I said, the independent wrestling landscape takes up, like, 0.001 of 
the worldwide pro wrestling revenue and like we're gonna waste these moments and these times and this energy on this negativity like mm-hmm. it's exhausting and i'd say 99 times out of 100 it goes nowhere so that's probably my least favorite part definitely absolutely so so thank you very much bryce for joining us this was a my pleasure fantastic time uh if I you have i hope you'll save me a commentary seat uh next weekend oh it would be my honor sir you you that that seat is more than open um so uh if you have any uh places where people can find you on social media that you would like to plug or any upcoming events that you'll be on uh feel free to uh plug away i i love interacting with people on facebook and twitter uh facebook's my my uh real name and then twitter's at dub rice is right uh, and yeah, I got a, got a fun little schedule coming up here. Going to be in Ohio for old wrestling this weekend. Going to be in Austin next weekend. And then after that comes Shimmer. And then after that, Chikara is heading down to North Carolina and Virginia. North Carolina is one of my favorite stops on the Chikara calendar. So it's going to be a fun little, business always picks up in the spring and the autumn. So it's going to be a fun autumn. Um, if you're anywhere near where Chikara show goes, I say this to everyone, um, we have a lot of great Chikara fans worldwide, but the greatest way to experience Chikara is live and in person. If you're within any radius of a Chikara event, this includes Inspire Pro in Austin. Uh, uh, come, come see us. Come, you know, bring your friends, bring your kids. Like, I, I can't say enough about the Chikara experience. DVDs are great. iPay-per-views are great. But the live experience is, is where we're at our finest. Awesome. Definitely. So definitely... Go check them out. You can check out Chikara. If you do have the ability to just get the DVDs, go to Smart Mark Video and, and all that all that good stuff. So thank well, you very much, Bryce. Thank for joining you for us. your time, guys. It's my, my pleasure to be here. My pleasure to talk wrestling with you guys. And I look forward to seeing you both in person someday. You you sooner uh, in uh, in Austin. Uh, maybe not. Maybe no Pittsburgh dates on the books, but I'm sure eventually I'll get back there. One day. One day, man. One day. I'll even <laughs> take a Cleveland. Keep the Vermonti brothers on ice. and and, uh we had a a pretty exciting weekend uh iwc international wrestling cartel at bryce used to be involved with back in the day um had a pretty cool event iwc saturday night fights um this uh this was a little interesting i I think they figured out a formula here at iwc because they they do these, (laughs) these smaller shows at white oak to the point where they only let me do one camera um it, it's like that is the smallness of the show apparently um so and to to that effect uh you can get the digital download for like six bucks because i'm like it's one camera i'm not gonna do a full price for it right uh mm. and you can get matches stuff like that uh but there's a lot of debuts like we usually have the proving grounds there over the summer in july but yeah. there was again a lot of debuts. They had their faces a change, which really like kind of an NXT beat or Nexus beatdown kind of segment they did last month at uh, Cage Fury. They officially debuted and, and had a promo and everything. And they're all like first match out of training school, basically, mm-hmm. right? All three of them. Um, unfortunately, all of their family came, and they were the hottest group all night. <laughs> and they're not supposed to be the good guys at all. Uh, Andrew Palace's section is getting bigger every month. Awesome. Pre- awesome. I'm pretty there's like 20 people and I'm pretty sure most of them are his friends and family. Um and uh somebody else. Oh, there was another guy. Let's see if I can pull that up real quick. Um Baron I, oh, I talked to him before the show too. It's going to bug me. But fourth match that he's had. Mm-hmm. Uh he had a match with Matthew Justice um from and he's from um um from uh, uh Lance Storm's training school. Oh, okay four matches in and this guy's like freaking amazing um <laughs> brian bowers is the name if you want to look him up 
Um, I think he is on Facebook just under, I think that's just his real name, uh, from when I was, I was talking with him. Um, uh, killer six man tag match. Another one like Dra- Javico, Dravico, Knight Riders, um, against Lee Ryans and, uh, incredibly amazing Alex Daniels and Joshua Singh. Oh, amazing. I get you. Um, and those two, those two are apparently from the AIW wrestling Academy. And I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, I actually didn't know they were from the Academy. I know they've recently started competing on their shows. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, that's awesome. So I think they're fairly new too. Um, but they had a six man tag and, and, and uh, the other four are also from IWC's wrestling school, um, for being fairly new and a fairly green team, all top to bottom, they put together just one of those crazy, everything's all over the place. Six man tags. It was really enjoyable. It was really fun. The crowd was really into it. Those guys did really good. Um, you know, as far as your faces have changed, guys, I think there are varying degrees of their newness. You know, you can kind of tell it's their first match, but I think there's a lot of potential in those guys. Um, the one guy is killer on the mic. He's got this like, like, like he's got this like smart, this, this, uh, uh, Hey ladies personality, you know, um, as perfect. Uh, something I guys did really good, uh, in the ring too. Uh, but one of the biggest surprises of course was, uh, Andrew palace who had a match beginning of the night with Corey. F- no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh chess flex were front of the show got inserted in the main event, uh, with facade and Sandy Guevara, uh, for the number one contender for the super indie. Um, and, and won. so he's taking on RJ city next month. Uh, nice. for a super indie title um but he's an art i mean he's another academy guy that's been through it like this guy has been he's taken on matt striker he's had a match with uh zima zion uh, zima ion I, he's had so many <laughs> freaking names i'm sorry djz djz who also was there uh by the way um but he tends to pop up at the iwc shows it is kind of his home promotion um even though he doesn't live in pittsburgh anymore <laughs> um but good to see him as always he he landed to the some commentary uh during the main event but all together like it's one of those uh I had a discussion with somebody about you know uh, that going into the, the these shows there's not much storyline right um but like case fury was a great show this was a great show the talent is stepping up and making these great shows despite mm-hmm. whatever the story is going into these. Right. Um, so I, I, I think that's really impressive, you know, which also lends to the idea. Um, and maybe this is something touched on briefly here in the interview earlier today. And it is a question I want to pose to you. How, how do you, how important do you think storyline is in the Indies? In the Indies, uh, um, I want to say incredibly important. Uh, I personally feel it's very important. Um, uh, but I, I kind of did bring it up in the interview, the idea that there are a lot of indie companies, really successful indie companies, that do um, a lot of their stuff based on not not with story not being the focus, with the with the point of these two people put on a good wrestling match, so mm-hmm. we put them in a wrestling match. Um, I mean, and then there's there's always got to be some story. I mean, I, I'll throw an example. PWG is you know, probably one of the most successful indies right now. Um, they kind of usually revolve with one major story, usually evolving the heavyweight title. Um, but other than that, it's very much just like, these would be cool matches, let's put them on the show. Um, and that's perfectly fine, and, and it's directed more to a certain audience. Um, but I think stories are immensely important. I think, you know, there's should be... There's one thing to 
be excited for a wrestling match because you, you're excited to see the actual wrestling match, see what they're going to do in the ring. But there's also, a, I think, a matter of investment. Of, of You invested in a character, in their story, in their product, in, the, in a company's product. Um, you know, and I think that's, that's sort of the difference. Um, and, and sometimes it works for some companies and sometimes it doesn't. Um, I, but personally, for me at least, I find story immensely important. So when those companies come along that do utilize story, um, it, 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 they stick out more in my mind, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, they're more lasting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, uh, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I look, I look at, uh, uh, you know, some of these and I realize there's people that just kind of drop in these shows, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember the first, I remember the first IWC show I dropped into the first RWA, the first, uh, you know, other promotions, you know, we dropping into Chikara. I, I, I don't follow Chikara tightly at all, but right. we, I, we go between King of Trios or going up to Cleveland with you that one time you can drop in and kind of know what's going on, you know, or, but there are the podcasts so you can kind of get an idea. And I also wonder with IWC, they do a great thing with their aftershock show. Justin Plummer does a fantastic job with that thing. Great, great production for as little as he has to do it, you know, and being so green on the, on the video production side of things, he's pulled together a really cool show there. Um, but I, I and, also, and, and yeah. I think it's very difficult for, I don't know necessarily if this is just, independence it could be wwe and tna as well but you have to make sure you you're you i don't i hate this i can't think of a better phrase of this but because i hate companies that treat their audiences like they're stupid mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to treat your audience like they're somewhat stupid in the sense of you have to in the, in the sense of storytelling you have to explain every aspect it, you have to like you said go to go into a show for the first time and if you don't know what these complicated stories are and if you know you have you can't assume that everybody in that audience knows every plot point to every story you you can do but you have to do everything in your power to make sure that they do whether it is you know doing the the uh, after show pod uh, uh you know whatever sort of stuff you know that's a big job for me when I do commentaries, I got I, I learned this not too long ago is that I have to explain a lot of the story stuff because some people may be picking up the DVD and they have no clue what you know what the story is. Mm-hmm. I have to establish that, um, and I have to do that every single time. Yeah, because it's yep. not just regulars that are watching. Well, there's a there's a there's kind of a, a you know probably a, a good way to word that uh, in comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, it always bugs me because I read like comic book and I read them in trade paperbacks and it's just like, ah, oh, it's really okay. I can skip all these first like five bubbles about when they explain I'm an X-Men and I'm a mutant and people, yeah. hate me. you know, is every issue, you know, but, the, but those are important. But the Marvel sense. Creed is this could be somebody's first book. This could be somebody's first comic book. Somebody out there has picked up this book and have no idea what an X-Man is, no idea what a Spider-Man is, don't know an idea what Batman is, as, as crazy as that sounds. But there is somebody. There's a kid that this is their first book, right? And you right. have to talk to that person first, get them up to speed as well as you can, and, and get into it. And again, as an announcer, I think that is that is really good. Um, I mean, and especially on the indies, it's very difficult because if um, you know random person X comes into IWC, Joe Nebraska's talking about, this guy has done this with Cleveland. He's been part of Ring of Honor. He's done this, you know, because like I have no idea who Matt Taven is. You know, I know he's a guy that's been on Ring of Honor. He's come in and had some great matches. He's been a 
a great part of the roster uh, popping in IWC, uh, I think three times this year, right? Um, but every time he's in, uh, Joe lets me know why this guy's important. This guy's been a TV champion for the longest time. He's done all mm-hmm. this. You know, you get the lit laundry list. They're like, you know, especially the way indies are booked, where it is a lot of people kind of popping in and out, you know, especially yeah. something like a super indie tournament, right? Because it is a lot of invited outside people, right? You know, uh-huh. who's this? Who's this Santa Guevara kid that, you know, everybody's going nuts for, you know? Uh, he gets a story out of that. Um, or, well, I think if, or, if they even. It's it's even beyond just uh, I you definitely see a lot of people going to their first Indian show yeah their first show for a company but it, it happens with people that have been going to shows I'll 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 read stuff about you know inspired shows where they they a fan will talk about a certain plot point and and think that certain you know they're you know when they're they're predicting a certain something's happening it's like well no I I explained this that it's going this way I don't know why people are so confused on it but it's it's just a matter of you know, it's it's difficult. It's also it's you know, interpretation you to, too because you can't assume that everybody watches every exactly. video online. Exactly, and reads every article. Exactly. You know? So it's it's difficult. So you kind of need thing. to sum up everything that's happened in the last month between your videos, your articles, your Facebook, da 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 da. It still needs to be like the introductory paragraph when that bell rings. Right, right. Exactly. I mean that that there's so much like uh, another thing I've been following. You know, I've been going. I've been in a lot of matches with Joe Dabrowski, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, the, the, you know that that introduction when he's walking to the ring, there's a lot of introductory paragraph there of what this person is, why he's having this match, why he's pissed. Um, yeah. uh, facade is really upset about how things are going, and but uh, I don't know, you know, but th- he's really taking things too far. Da 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 da. And people are disagreeing with him. You know, I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going in. And you're right, it's a storytelling. And it is like, is this issue number one for somebody, or is this everything needs to be a jumping on point? You yeah. know, you go to these big shows, and 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 we worry about the build, the build, the build, the build. You know, to get people to come to it. And it's like, well, you know, some people maybe just come to the shows in that location and they don't care when they go up to, uh, for instance, Clearfield, PA, which is a long way away. It's like two and a half hours from Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so those people are not buying DVDs. Or watching the aftershocks or anything. Exactly. We pop in there. Oh, who's your champion now? Oh, this is happening. Oh, and they do a good job of saying, next time when we come here, we're gonna have John McChesney take on this guy because he screwed him over this time. Even though it might be six months or longer until they're next, they're, they're next. But they, and they I, do that. And another thing I think is, I think some people hate it when some. A lot of people complain about it when it comes to independent wrestling shows about like in-ring promos and, and, and stuff that on the, on the actual show that isn't wrestling. But some of that's really important because that's the closest way to relay a story mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. somebody because you're doing it directly. Um, Good. Sorry. I, but that's the thing. And sometimes uh, I'll notice this with my commentary. Like sometimes I'll watch matches back that I've already commentated on and, and I'll notice things uh, that the wrestlers do as like a playoff of a of a story or of a previous thing, and I won't recognize it until then. Yeah. And then I feel so bad that I didn't like bring any bring it up on commentary because if I just recognized it, you know what? You know, I'm sure a couple fans, you know, mm-hmm. didn't recognize it either. You know, but they 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 made the effort to to put that out there. But that's a that's a good where you can kind of throw a big. Like, oh, did you did you notice he's been doing this? You know, kind of thing. As, yeah, as, yeah, as, exactly. as a kind of because of follow up. I mean, I think that's something you can definitely uh, play with a little bit too. Um, not to tell you how to do a job, not that I know how to announce. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I 
take it. I'll, I'm less than, a, or pretty much almost a year and a half mm-hmm. in, so I'll mm-hmm. take advice from anyone. Um, yeah, and, and looking at like RWA, their format, typically, um, they've been straying from this a little bit, uh, but typically it's like, well, we have a match, maybe two, and mm-hmm. then somebody from the main event or somebody from your know, doctor feel bad the promoter himself, you know, he's a promoter slash, you know, the, the authority figure pretty much, you know, uh, comes out and kind of explains what's happening for the main event, you know, or right. one of the wrestlers from the main event, or maybe the main event, main event had to change. So we have to kind of, well, such and so didn't show up cause he's a wuss, you know, yeah. uh, to cover up whatever really happened, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not always bad. I mean, it's uh, stuff happens. So, yeah. Know? Shit happens. Um, and, 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 you know, his stuff ends up different than the poster a lot, you know? Um, but, but there was a format and, and it was one of those things that always annoyed the crap out of me, but of course I'm there every month filming the thing. So I'm very invested even more so in everything, right. but in the long run, it's, it's still like, this is their show every month. This is the point where they get to talk to the fans, you know? Um, and th- they have to have that mini promo segment. Now, then I've been to other shows in recent months where why does everybody have to get on the mic before the match? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like it was just I, out I, of it, control and it took so long and nobody looked at the camera <laughs> until the drunk guy <laughs> noticed. Um, you know, it, it's like I love when the crowd, so, side note, I love when the crowd is yelling at the wrestler to look at the camera. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's always fun. You can, you can sort of tell the the, the differences in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think one of the like when you see like in ring promos or whatever stuff like that, people's immediate response, at least on an indie level, I see a lot is you know shut up, we want to see wrestling. It's like but like maybe listen, and this plot point could really you know. Hey, this gain. is all part of it. You know. Yeah. So um, it's it's you know you got to take you got to take it all in. You know, a wrestling show isn't just the wrestling matches. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah, although sometimes it is a good cue that maybe we are talking a little bit too much here. So. Oh yeah, you, I mean, you definitely want, don't want to overdo it. You know? Yes. Exactly. And, and know what points you, you, know, you want to you, you want to address. So, anything going on in indie wrestling this weekend, sir? There is some stuff going on this weekend. Uh, a couple, t- uh, two shows that I do want to bring up that are happening, uh, both uh, on the, the 28th, which I believe is Saturday. Uh, we talked with uh, uh, Bryce mentioned it, that he'll be at uh, Old Wrestling in Norwalk, Ohio, which is the uh, if you've never seen Old Wrestling before, the old timey uh, basic style, you know, 1920s revisited. I love this. I love um, this. It's, yes, it's 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 really spectacular stuff. Uh, they they produce some really really cool stuff, uh, and it's it's one of those concepts that's very different, and it's and it's very cool. So uh, that's uh, going to be on the 28th. Um, for more information, I believe you can go to oldwrestling.com. Yes, yes. I'm looking at the site, and, and for our audio listeners that maybe can't see the pictures, maybe I can illustrate some of this in in audio form. Um, some of the uh, Newswire headsets, and I feel like we need to do this in like the uh, old-timey voice. Two on three? Those legislators never fight fair. <laughs> can the blondes find another sibling in time? Extravaganza of wrestling exhibitions. Um, yes. you know, and that's like, like read that voice in your head as you read any of these headlines. Uh, this one, and, inco- and there, there, there may be a lot of phases too on the show that you recognize, but not yes, in, the, uh, in the way that you would normally recognize them. So. Jock, Jock Samson, I, I recognize visually uh, on this one. Uh, the jo- the Jolly Jeepers put their feats of strength to the test against the hooch-powered moonshine and Appalachians. Um, there you go. <laughs> uh, and there's a, a mustache and mask versus mustache and mask. One team will never look the same. 
I love it. Uh, the Mason Dixie line will run right through Norwalk as Yankee Land meets Dixieland. A North versus South Battle Royal. Um, yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, and I think these guys are on Smartmark. They had at least one event up there. Streamer mm-hmm. download. Yeah. The extravaganza from Smartmark instantly. Uh, so that's that's awesome. I you know I kind of want. And we mentioned the the circus. Jeez, uh, I can't remember. Why can't I remember that one? Um, the circus wrestling. Pedro's part of this. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. A lot of cool people. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Matthew Cross, aka Matt Cross, which is you know I, I love that those little touches. Um, so yeah, definitely go check them out and support them because they produce some really innovative, really really different stuff. So. Definitely go check them out there. Uh, if you are not near the Ohio area that weekend, but you are near Providence, Rhode Island, uh, Beyond Wrestling is doing an event uh, Saturday the 28th back at Fet Music. It is their Make It Moves event. Uh, it is uh, a lot of cool stuff over there, the continuation of the the basic, the basic feud that's going on in Beyond Wrestling, which is sort of the Beyond Wrestling guys against the Ring of Honor guys. Uh, it's going uh, One of the big uh, high-profile matches on there is a six-person tag. Uh, JT Dunn, David Starr, the Juicy Product teaming with Kimberly to take on Adam Cole, Mike Bennett, and Maria Canellas. So that will be really, really interesting stuff uh, for that one. Uh, there's a lot of really cool people on that card, Beyond Wrestling. Uh, he's constantly producing some really cool stuff. Uh, they have a lot of content that you can watch on the YouTube channel, and then they um, are, are growing up there as far as popular uh, independent wrestling companies. I so. love I love that. Um, this is interesting. An uh, interesting way to do this uh there's actually one on here for live crowd only eddie edwards versus silver ant like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. interesting to be like hey you have to be here to see this match i, I, that, I, I think that i think that's due to uh tna if i'm not mistaken oh probably yeah. probably yeah it's because of the wolves and, and yeah probably so yeah but yeah uh they, they they're doing a lot of really cool stuff there so and, and they got tons of really great talent they're always excavating talent from other promotions and, mm-hmm. and finding new stars. So definitely go uh, support them over there. I'm seeing a lot of friends of the shows. I'm seeing a lot of a uh, little bit of Chikara, a little bit, of course, of TNA. I like I said, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor represented here. That's uh, those, they got they got really cool. Some interspecies wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pinky Sanchez. Yeah. I know he was involved with that when I talked to him at uh, WrestleCon last year. Um, I randomly wanted to look at interspecies wrestling because I think I was making a joke about with the bunny last night, mm. <laughs> and they're still going. They're still going strong. It looks like so. Anyway. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, one of Canadians, uh, can- Canadians, can- Canada's finest. Canadians finest. <laughs> Take it out, See? Canadians finest. So definitely go support them over at lookmanofans.com. And, and that's all. And that's all the shows I have for this week, Sorg. That's all I got. I don't think I don't think there's anything happening in. There, you know, actually, there's probably something happening on McKeesport here in the Pittsburgh area. <laughs> uh, no, there isn't. Oh, wait, there's Ring of Honor. Holy crap. That's Ring true, of Honor is this true. weekend. I'm going to be wheeling. there. My friends are going to be there. Uh, so we'll have a report for that next week. Um, of course, uh, the big thing is uh, Matt Seidel, the former Evan Bourne, will be there uh, taking on AJ Styles. I think it's going to be a match for the ages. It's going to be, um, I believe it is a, it is billed as a TV taping. This is part of the ring of honor reloaded tour. Nice. Um, so whatever that's going to mean. Um, I was looking through stuff here. Uh, also on that, uh, I know uh, Jay Briscoe is taking on the honor rumble winner. 
Um, they have signed Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe. No ACH on this yet. What's up with that? Adam Cole against uh, Cedric Alexander, Red Dragon against Jimmy Jacobs, Roderick Strong, for instance. So, um, all right. Ring of Honor is always a blast. Uh, so, uh, it's down in Wheeling, West Virginia, which is a little bit of a drive, but I think it's going to be worth it for a show uh, yeah, as definitely. packed as this. So, looking forward to that and exposing some new people to live Ring of Honor this weekend. So, Absolutely. But um, it's always interesting. Sometimes there's some friends of the show at ringside helping out. So, or, or, or in, in matches, actually, like sometimes they, they, they do, uh, darks or I, I was up in here and rumblings about some people popping up maybe in the future of honor show, uh, from the area that might be some familiar faces. So, uh, always looking forward to that. Cause, um, this is a good first step for a lot of guys. Um, oh, ACH is still grounded for missing the last show. That's interesting. Cause he actually is listed on one of the later shows on this tour. Yeah, there was some interesting report stuff. Uh, thanks, was, thanks, Garza, for that from the chat. Yeah, there was interesting report stuff, I believe, from the Wrestling Observer, which I, I actually read the report, and I, as a guy who is, you know, has worked with ACH many times, I don't necessarily believe it. Um, I don't know where the report came from. I know uh, that I've heard bad stuff. Like, 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 yeah, they're talking like, like, no, he wasn't answering his phone to get another flight and all this, all this stuff. And, and a couple, a couple people uh, like Pierre Abernathy, who was, who is, I believe, still. Uh, I know they were at one point ACH's roommates uh, in St. Louis. Said no, he was. I talked with him that day. The report also says that like uh, Ray Rowe was in like the same state as him. Or because the report said like Ray Rowe lived in the same state of him, which he that which isn't true because Ray lives in Texas and ACH lives in St. Louis. Um, you know, there was reports that his dad was supposed to pick him up, but his dad lives in Texas, so that what? doesn't make any sense to me. So yeah, there's weird stuff going on with Ring of Honor between that and the Mike Elegant situation in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's, then I, there's I, something going on. Okay, uh, I'll just say that. I I hate dirt sheet reports sort of stuff especially I, with indies take it yeah take it with such a grain of salt because before people were reporting about how michael elgin it was because of visa issues which makes sense obviously you know if you can't work in america it's hard to have a champion there and but like the original reports because was that michael elgin went on out in an interview saying that he would let you know he wanted a career in baseball at one point and like ring of honor was mad about that or something which doesn't make any it which makes million times less sense than he had problems with his work visa you know you know it, it, it's i'm not a big fan of dirt sheets internet stuff and yeah I, 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 for you know because we live in an internet world especially with indie wrestling and stuff like that i just a testament to everyone don't believe everything you read on the internet it's take That's everything with a grain of salt because you know seriously yeah yeah exactly well on that note guys uh, this has been your Indie Mayhem Show. Thanks a lot, Bryce Bramsberg. Check him out. Uh, the Bryce is right. The Bryce is right on the Twitters, <laughs> of course. And check out ChikaraPro.com for what's going on there. Check, uh, follow the podcast at GoGo just for a little snippets, taste. Uh, check out there. They got so much stuff. They got classic matches and stuff with people you know. Like there's stuff on there with Matt Bennett. Uh, there's stuff on there with uh, I saw Claudio's uh, now Cesaro listed on there taking on Mike Quackenbush. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, really cool stuff. It, there's, there's no excuse not to experience it, at least in some way, free. Um, and so you know what's going on, and, and you know when it comes to your area. Or if you really want to travel, for instance, um, you know, it's it's really good to get into. Really cool to get into. So, um, and of course, check everything mm-hmm. out with us. WrestlingMayhemShow.com 
Dot-com. You can uh, find the Indie Mayhem Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, YouTube, and iHeartRadio in audio and video formats. Uh, you can drop us a line. Uh, like I said, talk to us about Indie Wrestling. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. 412-206-WMS0 is the hotline if you want to get at us that way. You can join us here live, typically on Tuesday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Indie live.circuitronmedia.com <laughs> um, and of course we do swap with the schedule like to take with Bryce uh, to accommodate that so it might flip up a little bit but you know we're going to be here I start about 4 o'clock and go all the way until we're done with this show at, uh, at about midnight or so um, also please check us out on uh, Twitter's at Mayhem Show Wrestling Mayhem Show on Google Plus on Facebook and the great facebook group where there's a lot of conversation going on uh big thanks to basic sickness basicsickness.com for the intro and outro song for this and uh thanks amen at amen to please and check out the inspire pro wrestling.com for what's going on down there uh, also available on smart mark video as well and some older shows actually online for free uh so mm-hmm. again like chikara no excuse not to check them out and what they're doing down there with great stuff um and i'm at sorgatron and uh you please for me, for Eamon, for Bryce, support some indie wrestling. Oh.